But guys, do you know the cool thing about today's episode of Turning This Car Around? No. Not yet. It's that we're all together. But the other no. cool thing is that today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by Pinhole Press. You try to find ways to entertain the kids this summer? Create a personalized memory game with your very own family photos at pinholepress.com. It's the memory game you played as a kid, only better, because it got photos of you. Visit pinholepress.com slash TTCA and use code TTCA at checkout to get 20% off your personalized memory game. That's pinholepress.com slash TTCA and enter coupon code TTCA for 20% off. We'll tell you more about them later. I'm John Moltz. I'm lexfriedman.com slash TTCA. I'm John Armstrong. Do not have the dot com. I have a dot uh, new and you. I don't. I'm kidding. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. You should. You should have a dot new. Mm -hmm. We (laughs) all need a dot new. Jewishy Yiddish expression. I'm John Armstrong dot new. That's (laughs) only funny to like the 12 Jews listening (laughs) to the show. I think we have a higher. I bet it's higher than that. (laughs) It might be. A lot of... uh, a lot of people. Lex, how late were you? How bad was your air travel yesterday? Oh, it God. actually was not. It was not horrible, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, as these things you, go, you freak me out every time you talk about your air travel. Uh, it was only Twitter. like a minute of, of horribleness, but like anytime the pilot's like, uh, "Flight attendant, strap into your seats immediately." <laughs> like that's just not what you want to hear. The pilots, mm. flight attendants, like, please no run way. up and down the aisle screaming. Yeah, uh, and so like, I th- and when the flight attendants hear it. They respond instantly. Like they do not waste they a move. second. They're like, yeah, they're, Whoa. they're like, goodbye. They lock the cart yeah. down. They're yeah. out. Um, like one of them brought in a priest to do last rite. So everyone called the family. <laughs> like it was hardcore. Was it Leslie Nielsen, the ghost of it Leslie? Was. Nielsen? Yes, there it was, was a, the ghost of Leslie Nielsen. Was there um, a topless woman who ran in a frame for a second? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the best moment that I completely forgot about until watching it a couple of, uh, like three weeks ago with airplane and we're talking about airplane the hit movie from 1980 <laughs> um was one of the guys is reading I, I don't know if it's peter graves he's reading modern sperm that's the magazine he's reading at the newsstand because <laughs> <laughs> yeah sperm uh, needs to be mo- there is a modern no. sperm the, the, uh, to answer your question, the flight itself was fine. There was very little sperm that I was aware of. Okay. Um, I just it was just happened to be a late flight. Like when you want to do when you want to be in L.A. for most of the work day. So I took a a four something flight, a four twenty p.m. Yes. flight. Yeah. Lands at around twelve twenty p.m. Eastern. Yeah. And then you've you got to get off the plane. You got to walk yeah. through the. They always park like the airport is empty, and they always every time I do that flight, they park at the furthest away gate, literally the furthest away gate yes. I've measured. Yeah. And then you get to walk for like five hours through Newark, and then you yep. get to summon the Uber, and the Uber is ten minutes away. Because <laughs> yep. what you want to do is stand outside at now twelve forty a.m. waiting ten more minutes for the car car to show up. <laughs> and then I got home at one forty five and couldn't sleep, so it's good. <laughs> that, I share that with you. I have a shared oh. situation. I had a mega flight delay, and I was coming mm. from, you know, I came from Salt Lake City, went to Chicago. Chicago, three delays, four gates, or wow. three, you know, four delays, three gates. Like, they're changing the gates. Luckily, this it was is a terminal. gate change announcement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what well, was so- great was that uh, the American Airlines app was telling me a minute after the... Like, oh, it's been rescheduled. Your new departure time is 8.55 p.m. 
at 8.56 p.m. is when that was sent. So that's sweet. Awesome. Are you getting any of this? Thanks. I'm, I'm not getting know. any of this. Are you? No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it's not me. It is Armstrong. No, it's him. It's him. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Now you're the problem. Now you're the weak link. Here's what Armstrong has to say, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he is He is Chewbacca mom. Uh, yes. Oh, tweet I think you're back now. Well, so okay. uh, the story will be heard by our listeners, just not by us. So if you want us to reply, we can't. Um, <laughs> well, how about now? Move on. How about yeah, you now? Better now. now. You better like now. A, a champ. I'm, better. I'm, better I'm be. quitting everything. I'm just quitting the whole world right now. Mm-hmm. You should. Everything. Quitter. Like, even email. <laughs> Hold on. I mean, more, um, more quits. One more quit. While, while you're go. quitting, I will say, you know, when I was at LAX yesterday... Uh, I actually rarely, and I think I, I, I have plenty of um, celebrity sightings in LA, but rarely, including in the office, but rarely do I have a celebrity sightings in LAX. And yesterday, I totally did. Jenna Fisher um, mm-hmm. from The Office, nice. um, and more recently, Apocalypse was there. And I elected to leave her alone. And I was really, I, I wrestled with it a little she bit. She was in Apocalypse? Um, the, that might not be, the, it was a TV show that Rob Lowe was on and some other oh. people. Oh, no, no, no. Like a, no, a TV a, series. No. I think it was called Apocalypse. Nope. Wrong. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> but so I, w- I was debating, you know, I could go up to her and say, hey, I really enjoyed Lolly Love, which is like this movie that she made um, before she was famous and before she had any money. And so she made it like super cheap. And it's a hilarious doc. Fo- it's a mockumentary. And her mm. show is called You, Me, and the Apocalypse, by the way. But Lolly Love is this thing that, like, I doubt. I would bet that, like, 1% of the people who go up to her and interrupt her life say, hey, uh, I really enjoyed Lolly Love because it was just not that well seen. So I was thinking, you know, on the one hand, she'll probably like hearing about it because it was a passion project of hers and most people don't say it to her. But on the other hand, just leave me the hell alone. Like, I'm living my life mm-hmm. and I don't need... Now, and there was... Right a steady stream of people bothering her, most of them asking her husband to take pictures of the two of them, which just killed me. Um, but I, I decided to just leave her alone. I left her alone. That's, but that's nice. Yeah. I think that's nice. Yeah. That's a I good like call. I made the right decision. Leaving, leaving celebrities alone. Can you guys hear me? Are we working yes, now? Yes, you Is sound wonderful. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Yeah, you're so good. I got in at similar time, like 1.30 a.m. and couldn't sleep. 1.40. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. And, there's some crazy bridge construction in Queens, and so it's like bumper to bumper for five miles at you know twelve thirty a.m. Sweet. <sighs> so I'm super. I'm chipper. I'm perky. I'm so tight right now. Like my mind is like a steel trap, covered in pink fur. <laughs> That's. <laughs> that really I no longer understand picture. what's happening on this show. <laughs> no, I'm I'm lost. I'm, I think we should. <laughs> We start I, I'm lost. Welcome also. once again I, I to turning this car around. <laughs> no, you sound hi. We, um, we can hear you. Well, we just don't John, know what's going on. John Moltz yeah, sent me an know. article before we started yeah. the show today, um, and the headline, I believe, it was it was on Quartz. Um, and fortunately, our friend Dan Frymer is no longer there, so I can make fun of this article with impunity. But <laughs> the headline was: Parents are worried the Amazon Echo is conditioning their kids to be rude. Uh, as a parent with an Amazon Echo, I can say. No, they're really not. <laughs> um, <laughs> the article's point, uh, if it has one, was like the kids, could, you don't have to be polite to Alexa. And in fact, it works better if you're not polite. Like if you say, hey, could you please tell me what the temperature is going to be today, my love? It's less likely to respond accurately than if you say, what's the forecast for today? Um, 
And so they're like, you know, kids can ask the same question over and over again, or they might be a little bit rude. And so that's not the way we're teaching them to behave. Uh, I think it's nonsense. I think you can talk to robots differently from how you talk to humans and the kids can handle the distinction. So mm. now you know. Wow. Uh, that's you know. disagree? Uh, I, I kind of disagree. I mean, there's like a thousand words in this piece. It's not a short piece. I read the whole you thing, know. to be clear. I, I did not. I, I, I checked out. <laughs> That's why it took you so long to switch your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I will say that I will say that Hank does this, does this with Siri. Right. Um, because it kind of, you know, it prompts this behavior. It doesn't reward you. contemplation. Like if, you, if you say, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you say, um, uh, ahoy, ahoy, um, uh, what's the, ahoy, how much wood, could, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Um, it'll, she'll give you a number of different answers to that question. So she invites being, you know, I don't want to blame, blame the victim, but she invites being, uh, repeatedly harangued. Yes. Uh, uh, if you ask the Apple assistant, I'm trying not to trigger anybody's anything. It, uh, if you ask hey, it, what does what? the fox say? And you keep oh, asking yeah, that, that, you keep mm-hmm. asking, keep asking, keep, and it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. And the kids will usually do that six or seven times, and then then it's done. But every like most <laughs> Hank of will the do time, it. Hank will do it longer. <laughs> yeah, well, I think my twelve year old's starting to get to that place where it's like, if I do this some more, it's going to be even funnier. And then it's like, oh, the, the family guy time, approach. That's extra funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like for me, I'm, I'm rude to Siri because when the thing misunderstands your, and, and to Alexa too, frankly, when the thing misunderstands your question like 12 times in a row, then it's like, no, you dumb bitch. What's the forecast for tomorrow? Oh, I don't oh, say that. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not okay. I'm Not just, okay. I know. <laughs> right. No, I don't, I don't actually say that, but I do think it. <laughs> you're why, you're um, why the robots will end up killing us all. Wow. <laughs> But, but no, yeah, I don't think, I, think I don't think so. Whatever, my point Lex, is, the robots aren't teaching my kids to be rude. I am. Either <laughs> I have the world's shittiest connection or Lex has John, been John Armstrong is the, the robot board. I'm going to be rude to next. <laughs> I'm telling you. Guys, everybody sounds. That's what you sound, dude. That's what you sound like. I think there's something with the East Coast because. My connection is great. Oh, my God. No, listen. Well, yeah. John, so I sound uh, like I'm trapped. I'm trapped in the matrix. Well, is what in, you're saying. In a, once in a while, yeah, your connection so. goes horrible. Which, by the in way, a, this conversation makes for ideal podcast listening. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> what are we like? Listen, Twenty minutes in, and we haven't said a goddamn thing. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. while John Armstrong uh, doubles his uh, modem speed to 44 uh, kilobits per second. <laughs> Um, people, I want you to know that uh, I wanted to tell you again about a, a repeat advertiser here, abcmouse.com. abcmouse.com gives you access to a full online curriculum on a single account. They have uh, curriculums for preschool, pre-K, kindergarten, and first grade. S- more than 7,000 learning activities and more than 650 lessons. Each of them is carefully designed with a step-by-step learning path with eight academic levels for your child to progress through. You can put up to three children on one account. That's enough for the entire Friedman roster of children. Learn at home or on the go, on mobile or on desktop. Get your first month free and pay less than $8 a month after that. You go to abcmouse.com. You got games, books, puzzles, songs, more 
still more yet more it's completely child safe there's no links to anything external there's no advertising uh it's you know it's it's an environment that is safe for kids to to learn stuff and to learn it while they're getting to use the computer so for them it feels like fun for you you're like hey they're using the computer the ipad the iphone whatever it is and they're learning they're getting smart at the same time and there's a progress tracker so you can monitor your child's progress abcmouse.com get this abcmouse.com is the number one learning app for kids age two to seven there's no app that's, that's, that's bigger and better than abcmouse.com. Sign up today at abcmouse.com slash turn this car and get your first month for free. Again, it's abcmouse.com slash turn this car. You're going to get your first month free. It's available on desktop and all compatible mobile devices. Help your child love to learn. abcmouse.com. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by John Armstrong's Internet Connection. John, are you there? I know. Nope. That was pretty good. That is almost exactly what it sounds like. Uh, yeah. Except so, actually we're getting too much information. I'm, I'm having packet droppage. I am. I have a terminal window. This is for the nerds. I have a terminal window open. I'm pinging a website. Can we just... Yeah. And it's like all over the map. Can we focus on your connection, please? We can. Uh, I, what I'm concerned about is if the listeners can hear what I'm saying. I'm saying such good stuff today. You know? <laughs> no, the listeners can hear you. The listeners will be able to hear you. We cannot hear you. I don't care Thanks. about you guys. I don't give a okay, shit. Okay, well then so you should just continue without us, I guess. You're okay, fine. I'll just talk. I'll edit myself out. <laughs> Every once in a while, we'll I'm just glad So far, it hasn't been me. We had problems with Lex. Yeah. And then we have problems with John and uh, none with me so far. We have problems with Lex is the opening letter of every report card I ever got. But... <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man. do your kids get normal report cards or do you get like 2016 hippie modern world report cards? Um, he's getting, uh, now that he's in middle school, he's getting a, a real report card. See, the school district here no longer uses A's and B's and C's. No, no. We, we get we get you know exceeds expectations or meets expectations. You want to get all M's, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, if you can get all E's, even better because then you're exceeding the expectations. But you're like their big question is, did you meet the expectations? And uh, that's like, and all the parents are like, right? But did he get an A or not? And they're like, no, no, no. That's not how it works. And apparently, it's better. But I don't know. I think it's just newfangled. Everybody gets a gets a trophy at the end of the year mm-hmm. yeah yeah um school participation trophy is your daughter is your daughter in middle school yet uh my oldest is in third grade what <laughs> that's not right my Check oldest uh, my oldest is in third grade <laughs> that's not right is that right <laughs> why do you, why are you saying that john am i am i having a seizure uh possibly um what's not right <laughs> His about oldest third is, grade? your oldest is your oldest is in third grade that's lexa's oldest my yeah, oldest okay. is, is all right i thought you i thought you're i thought i thought anya was older no anya's nine nine years old okay and I she was in, older than that she's in third grade she she okay. was at the, she is one of the um uh let me see if i get this right she's either the youngest or the oldest in her class um i honestly can't remember the cutoff date was october 1st so that would make her like older than everybody else right yeah so she's she's nine and in third grade okay all right well middle school is when you'll you'll i think you'll start getting more normal all right i'll, stuff, I'll keep I my think. eyes peeled because that's what that's what happened here anyway and uh what a okay. delight that is <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I just want to, uh, for our listeners' benefit, say that normally this is where you'd get some pithy insights from John Armstrong. Um, he's dropping packets <laughs> like they're hot. That's um, right. So were he able to communicate, he would want to say, uh, Mormonism is interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to have to just hang up and redial because I have to defend myself at this time. You know one thing we could do? What's that? Uh, we could tell the listeners about one other um, advertising message we want to share with them. Please do. That'll, that okay with you? Because we talked in the opening about Pinhole Press, but the, yes. they're owed another full 60 seconds here. When did kids' games get so freaking complicated? Seems like every game you buy comes with a set of instructions five pages long. Maybe it's going to need batteries. Maybe it's got to be assembled. I don't know. Thank goodness. Thank the good, sweet goodness of life that our friends at Pinhole Press are making parents look smart with simple and smart memory games made with your family photos. You pick 12 of your own favorite family photos, you choose your favorite pattern for the backs of the cards, and you're done. Your memory cards ship right to your door. I have to tell you, the quality is impeccable. John Armstrong talked a week or so ago about how the photo quality, the printing quality of the photos is excellent. It, it seems like it's a real live game, and it just happens to have your faces on it. Kids are obsessed with looking at photos of themselves, and this memory game hits a sweet spot of entertainment. Um, so I got the memory game, and I know Armstrong got the memory game. My kids love it. Um, I still, I can usually kick their butts in memory, just <laughs> saying, but you know, you can well, that'll it fade over time. <laughs> yeah. You'll lose uh, that soon. edge. But when you're, when you go to their site and I know John, you built some stuff there too. And I also got my kids some notebooks that have their faces on it. But when you, you go, you can pick photos. You can just straight upload the photos. You can say, Hey, connect to my Facebook photos, connect to my Instagram photos. I found the, the process of actually assembling the photos super simple. Oh yeah. It was crazy easy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I it's a, I happen to have a couple a couple on my hard drive that I knew that I wanted to use, and they upload uploaded and and it was could not have been easier. Could not have been easier. Uh, it makes a great gift for birthdays, uh, you know, the, the holidays, whatever it is. You got to get a gift for somebody. Put put your face on it. They're gonna love it. It ships within two business days. It came here like preternaturally quickly. And I will say, when I ordered, I just did it through the regular website. Like it's not like they said, "Oh, it's 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 the turning this car around crew." Get that order out there right away. I just I did it like a regular Joe on the street, regular Joe Internet surfer. Have we ever gotten that? <laughs> no, not once. Um, and um, it ships. It ships. It came to the, the house lightning fast. Pinhole Press. They're worried their name could be difficult to remember. So think of it like a pinhole camera. If you don't know what a pinhole camera is, just think of it like Pinhole Press. It's P I N H O L E Press. <laughs> pinhole Press is the name. Again, that's pinhole followed by the word press. So a pinhole, like a hole you make with a pin. And then it says here, repeat company name a few times, which is what I'm doing. Pinhole Press. <laughs> Go to Pinhole Press. Is it Pinhole Press? Press? It is Pinhole Press. Go to pinholepress.com slash TTCA. Enter code TTCA at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your personalized memory game. That's pinholepress.com slash TTCA. And enter coupon code TTCA for 20% off. Uh, so our thanks to Pinhole Press for their support of turning this car around. Not only did they sponsor the show, they also upgraded John Armstrong's internet connection because he is back. Welcome back, John. Hi. I love Pinhole Press. Oh, my Press. God. You sound amazing now. That's much better. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Wait, is he here too? It only took 20 minutes. He loves Pinhole Press. <laughs> oh, my God. It only took half of a show to get John. Yeah, pretty much. If you give Jesus a regular uh, memory game, he gets very cross with you. <laughs> 
That time when you were dropping packets. <laughs> when you looked back and there were only half the packets. <laughs> it's because Jesus was hogging all the bandwidth. He was carrying my router <laughs> in the sand. Jesus was ego surfing. Oh, God. Uh, we just lost four more listeners. <laughs> not the Jewish ones, though. No, no, no not the Jews. No, we, 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 gained, gained we gained four more Jews. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the religious charm offensive we're really we're reaching out to our religious listeners that's right we're making are, it are you gonna Is tell it? them or am i no i'm not gonna tell them okay. no, just, just keep going just tell keep me fine you have to no, tell it's me fine. You, you can't great. do that you cannot do that you <laughs> gotta tell for me a second there, there, was just, for a second. there was a small a, loss of a, a, a packet Jesus. or two of internet juice but it's fine <laughs> god damn it i'm getting jesus was watching some youtube uh listen i'm getting like i did a speed test before i jumped on skype 56 megabytes bits whatever now, a lot down that's and a like lot more than i get five up yeah so <clears throat> let me shift the gears keep it on the technical side not that this is you know the rebound a fine podcast uh, for people <laughs> you love but uh, i know you guys all watched the wwdc keynote and they talked about swift playgrounds yeah uh what yes. if you want to explain to our dear listeners what swift playgrounds is slash r uh, i think that's you it's an app for the ipad that um makes it easy to learn the beginnings of swift it's a, a set of lessons uh it's a cute um sort of cartoon character guy that you use um functions to make him move and through using these functions and putting them together in the correct order uh you learn the basics of programming yeah and so (laughs) i told no that's exactly right and so it's you know it's 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 very much at least from what they demoed in keeping with some other in apps that are out there that teach kids to code where there's some lovable characters and early on you're going to just be kind of like you know sort of like a turtle on the the commodore 64 right like you know move forward move forward again now turn but Mm -hmm. teaching the fundamentals of programming eventually getting more advanced and i was just you know my oldest anya who in the shock to some of you is in third grade um <laughs> is i thought she was right. i thought she was that right i thought she was 28 can we get a ruling on this is she in third grade <laughs> the judges say she is um <laughs> but the um you know when i she would love to build ios apps um i don't know how to build ios apps i i, I grew up as uh, programming computers but i l- never learned objective c i have not learned swift i literally don't know how to start to make an ios app um so when she wanted to learn programming i taught her stuff that i know and and got her some apps for the ipad to do that but she's excited about the idea of swift playground because she thinks that now she'll know how to build apps so mm-hmm. i'm excited about, i don't know is that something you think your kids would do look at or is it oh he's doing it long? he's doing it he will be doing it yeah that's a, that's a I, activity that I'm planning to By the do. Way, I mean, so it comes out in beta in July, and once it comes out in beta, um, I think we'll put that on his iPad, and uh, that'd be one of the things that we work on over the summer. Approved iPad time. Yes, approved iPad time. Um, Parent approved. Lex, I don't know if Kid you, you watched the, if you watched the keynote. I did, but there's like not, gravity not and physics and stuff. Like it's not yeah. just like turtle goes. Eh, oh, eh, oh. 
Uh, oh, no, no, no. It definitely gets more advanced. I'm just saying, but early on, they were moving that little character. It was named Bite or something like that. So creative. Um, they, they were moving, like, you know, move around and then turn and then move and turn. But no, I saw that, you know, she got into the physics and the gravity and the whole thing. Like, it, it seems like it's the real deal. It's it's not, you know. It's, it's, it, what is the Google one? Scratch? Is that what it's called? Scratch? I don't know. Not familiar. I'm not familiar with her work. Uh,. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I've just I don't an upstart. I don't. Um, <laughs> scratch. Um, by the way, there it's is not scratch.com. So, yeah, there's a game. Um, if, speaking of programming, um, there's a game called Human Resource Machine. Have you heard of this? I've heard. I have yet to play it, but I've heard good things about it, and it's um it's more. Uh, it's more obviously a game, but at the same time, the things that you need to do in order to um solve the puzzles are are basically writing little programs um and there's a there's a there's a set of characters and you have to get them to do different things and move around in, in an office environment so not only does it teach your kids programming it teaches them about the you know the terrible existence of working in an office with other people <laughs> uh, so it's a twofer right yeah. um so that's that's uh 4.99 on the app store so i think that's another thing that we will uh, be playing over the summer because nice. This just just in, hot news, hot hot take. Scratch hot take. is not a Google project; it's an MIT project. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mitt. We call they've them. done some stuff. <laughs> Past healthcare, and they're I, yeah right. I, <laughs> and I, I know and their governor, the governor of the same name. There's a lot of cool stuff out there actually for helping kids learn to program. I think there are a lot of interesting apps. Um, Mitt is using the same uh, coding. I can't think of what it's called, but the same like coding platform and syntax as um, the uh, the thing that you and I have, Moltz, uh, the the Kano. Um, mm-hmm. And there's some of the apps like I think uh, the, what's that big popular iPad? I'm really hammering the details, but there's an iPad app that kids are using to learn to program these days. Um. Uh, 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 oh, I just had it. I'll look it up. But you know, the, it's it's all the same kind of code blocks that are drag and drop, it, very much in the uh, same sense as what Apple demoed. But I, I think it's great. Obviously, I'm very in favor of kids learning to code. the The step that's missing right now that I'm sure somebody will get to is you got to have something that then takes you from hey, here's these drag and drop code blocks, and now like here's how you start from scratch in a real IDE. Here's how you, here's how you take what you've learned because now you got the fundamentals, you understand the concepts, and here's like now let's transition you to a, a real a, let's let's make you into a real boy and not just a Pinocchio <laughs> puppet. That's all I'm teaching saying. teaching kids the existential despair of being a programmer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It gets worse. <laughs> well, that was the thing that I said on the on the rebound this week was we were talking about this, and I thought I'm I'm going to try it too and see. Um, and I know, but I know what's going to happen is I'm I'm going to get through like the first seven lessons, and then the last two will be like I can't I don't I don't understand what's going on anymore. That, that's what <laughs> that always is happens. That is my that is my history with with programming is I will I will be able to understand the beginning concepts, and then when we get to something that's more obscure, I will I will get lost in the weeds. It's be- they make a big jump at some point. They, they're like, okay, we got the basics covered. Now, like you're in 101. You're taking the course. It's 101. And then all of a sudden, they're like, ah, we're going to jump to 401 right now. And just let's go. Beca- and it's a nerd thing. I think nerds don't understand <laughs> that it's going to take a lot longer to get from 101 to the 401. Like there's, you read along, you're going, everything's great. Concepts are down. Yes, I see that I got to put a parentheses like that and a bracket over there and a semicolon here. And awesome. And then 
swear to God, like next you turn the page and it's like, what? I'm not even in the same universe right now. Yeah. I, I just spent all this time and I don't even, now I, I'm what, huh? Really? Hello world. <laughs> I feel like not I have even, that with uh, a lot of things. <laughs> not necessarily just programming, but I took like a, so the ways of a woman. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. But um, I took a physics class. I had to take a, so I, I went, my, when I had my midlife crisis, I went back to school and thought, oh, I'll be, I'll get another degree in, in programming. And so I had to take a physics class to get into the program. And I took this physics class at the community college and I was, I loved it. I was just like, oh my God, this is so great. This makes so much sense. This is perfect. Um, and, and, you know, in typical form, we got to the, like the last few weeks of the class and I was just, you know, we started talking about torque and things. And I was like, why? I have no, all of a sudden I was just like, I have no idea what's going on anymore. I am completely lost. And I, you know, I like barely, I just like crawled across the finish line of this class. And I was, and at some point, like midway through the class, I was thinking, man, maybe I shouldn't do programming. Maybe, maybe I should do physics. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should, I should you know like become like a planetary <laughs> how stoned scientist. were you when this was happening how what how stoned were you when this I was, was super stoned okay. I was <laughs> I was I was not so oh, that was what gonna, last week that was way that was way before it was legalized here um, oh I see I yeah. see I'm a very law abiding citizen mm-hmm. I've heard that about you I'll get that yeah. out there <laughs> what about this alligator attack at Disney what about that guys oh god horrible right like scary terrible i I, I found the story horrifying yeah like i i kept thinking about it and didn't want to in fact when i couldn't sleep last night when i got home at whatever in the morning i was thinking about that family and that and just like i don't even want to say like just trying not to picture the actual incident like can you imagine how horrifying it is for everybody involved it's the the worst thing that could possibly happen horrible so, I mean, it's, you would, I would think Disney would have have <laughs> like nice. scoured the planet, like in the nearest fifty mile radius from anything dangerous. Yes, they should. I, if I understand you correctly, John, <laughs> you're <laughs> suggesting that Disney should Jesus. rid the world of anything uh, dangerous. I'm well, suggesting the thing, the thing that's funny. I mean, the thing that's funny about Disney World is like when my wife and I were there, we were standing. They have like this lake. Um, you know, and, and boats come in and out and there's like a boardwalk you can walk along. And so we're standing there on the boardwalk and I hear this, the sound of like waves lapping, like, and I'm thinking this is a man-made lake. It's not, and it's not connected to the ocean. There's what waves are possibly lapping up against these. And I look up and there's a speaker up there and it's making the sound of waves lapping <laughs> up against <laughs> up against the dock and it's like you know it's typical disney i mean like you don't really notice it until you start thinking about it and then you notice that it's oh this is a created effect and you think that they you get to the point where you just expect them to have managed everything down to the last detail yeah. and then yes. there's a freaking alligator that eats a kid that eats a kid horrible yeah. And we took, and we, and so the kid was two and we took Hank to Disney world when he was two as well. I mean, and so it's very easy to put yourself in the shoes of that family and just feel horrible. It's like, it's, um, someone was saying this on Twitter too, you know, the same thing happened to me, you know, this whole thing ended up being so stupid, but that the, the balloon kid, right. Um, Oh yeah, the, balloon the boy. family was making that balloon thing, and oh my god, the kid right. crawled into the balloon and now is like flying across the country and out of control. Um, yeah. And watching that, I was just thinking, oh my god, what if that? You know, what was that? What if that was my kid? And of course, the kid was not. You know, the whole thing was a, was a stunt. But it's <laughs> it's heartbreaking to 
to get to that point where you just look at something <laughs> stupid empathy. Yeah. No, it's, it is not it off like, already. Interesting. Like, and I, I understand the difference, but you know, the, uh, the kid who get, who got into the gorilla enclosure, mm-hmm. you instantly saw, Hey, let's blame the parents this time, which we didn't agree with on this show. And then this time, um, I don't really think that anybody's saying, hey, let's blame Disney, because I don't believe that Disney is responsible for the aquamarine life. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like they, I mean, even if they had a sign that said, watch for alligators, like you never see one, so nobody does anything, right? You know, <laughs> right. like what are you going to do? But like, uh, I'm, I'm ready to place blame on this one, and I'm placing it squarely on the alligator. <laughs> Straight up. Second. I guess so. I burned all my IZOD shirts uh, in protest. <laughs> Somebody had to. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Who brought this up? <laughs> you brought it up, Molds. No, no, John brought it up. Uh, I brought it up. Qbert brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> not waste any time going to his chewy. I, I actually, you know, since I know we're we're running out of time and steam, I know you guys are going to do your your trailer show soon after this. I want you to know, I saw a movie that everybody else already saw, but I saw it on the airplane on the way home yesterday, which and is I really enjoyed uh, Deadpool. Oh, yeah! So, oh, yeah! I finally, I finally saw, it. saw it too. Yeah, so, <laughs> so maybe, good. Not for right? the kids so much. No, not, not for the kids, kids. Which I watching it, I was thinking that's too kind of too bad because he would really love this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But there's no way. Yeah. No. And he's not in third grade. No. I don't know if you. He's in sixth. He's just finished. Wow. Last day of sixth grade tomorrow. Wow. It's a big day. Yeah. Yeah. He, day. he is. And he is, you know, <laughs> he's, you know, he comes home and he's like, he's like, you know, other kids' parents are taking them out the last day. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Really? That. Oh, that's interesting. Irrelevant, but interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow, I you know I I uh, if we if you could John if you get the rights for it play um, Cats in the Cradle under this section of the show. Okay. When I was uh, in Los Angeles and traveling home to New Jersey yesterday, I I missed Anya's chorus show. Oh. Um, for which she was also she had applied. I had helped her write a, a potential introductory speech for a song because all the songs had introduced, and you had to audition to be the speech, the, the song introducers. And she had won, so she was going to be introducing a song. Um, I had booked this work trip around the concert, and then they changed the date of the concert, so I could no longer see it. I mean, that's not why they changed it. I don't think that'd be pretty neat, <laughs> but that's they changed it, and thus I could no longer see it. Um. Lauren, my wife, she's not in third grade, John. Maybe that was the confusion. Oh. Um, but Lauren, uh, who is in seventh grade, uh, <laughs> is expressing frustration. She was, uh, well, she's 5'1", so like she looks like she's in mm-hmm. um, which is why I was attracted. Anyway, yeah, so Lauren, sure. Keep going. <laughs> Lauren was saying that, um, you know, she, she feels bummed because a lot of times when we go to these shows, um, like grandma and grandpa don't come, even though her parents live about 10 minutes away. And in part... Um, you know, 
I, and I was, we were chatting, I was texting from the plane because that's what we do in 2016. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, you know, it's, it's just, it bums me out because like there's people who came to the chorus show or people who came to Liam's pre-K graduation thing um, where there's like grandparents and uncles and aunts and brothers. They took the siblings out of school and like with this chorus show, like Lauren needed three seats and she was in a row with people who had reserved the other 12 seats in the row <laughs> for their family mm-hmm. to watch the one kid in chorus. And she's like, I feel bad sometimes that the parents don't do it. But at the same time, like we were saying, you know, her mom couldn't do it because she had a you know a gym training session a boxing session she didn't want to miss and then the other thing she had uh her own chorus that she was rehearsing with so she couldn't go to another show and it's like do you do you guys get angst about that or is like "Eh, whoever can come comes to these shows and the fact that we can't bring more family is fine i get angsty yeah Yeah, i mean we we don't i mean there's nobody else here so we don't there's not an opportunity for somebody else to come anyway but um but between the two of us we get we get angsty about everything because particularly because we both work at home. So yeah. it's like, well, we work at home. We should both go to everything. And that eventually becomes, <laughs> you know, like if we're not home, we're also not making money. So, um, we, we, we largely go to everything together. I mean, we, we, so if there's like something that that's happening, we'll both be there. Um, mm-hmm. every once in a while, one of us will miss just because it's like, okay, I got to get this thing done and, or I've got, you know, or Karen's got to go interview uh, somebody or something. So I, I got to my son's pre-K graduation, like I said, but I missed the chorus thing. And then I, I had another, I have a one day trip uh, on Tuesday. That's going to make me miss um, Sierra's author thing where she's going to read some story that she wrote in school. And um, I got to figure that out because uh, I feel like a total shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> awful. The it's things. awful. The one I had actively worked to make sure I could attend. Um, so that one I don't feel quite as much guilt. But this one is like they said, "Hey, can you be here this day?" And I said, "Yes," even though I saw that her thing was there. And it's like, do you, what am I doing? Do you feel like a shit for missing the rebound all the time? Uh yes, yes. We're gonna have to reschedule <laughs> next week's rebound. That's session, what I was gonna way. say because uh, that's on Tuesday too. Yeah, we're gonna record on Monday next week. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have the same have thing. Really bad internet connections, though. Don't so, worry. like, like, <laughs> Lita had a choral thing. She was in the chorus. I had no idea she was in the chorus this year. No one told me. No one. <clears throat> Cough. And um, I was actually traveling to Utah and could have made it, but no one told me that she had this thing. Like, oh, I, I was there. Man. Like, I could have moved my ticket back two days or whatever it was. I was so bummed. I felt horrible. And this is and this year I missed her um, her, her recital and her um, judge performance for the first time. I've oh, been to man. every one of them, and this was the first time I couldn't go because I was I had been in Utah for two weeks in February, and I couldn't swing the March trip. The, anyway, this is or, excuse really me, end of February trip. It was awful, awful, awful. The the Moltzes, you guys have a swear jar, right? Every time somebody swears, you put a quarter in or something like that. Uh, we have a we have a virtual system okay. we don't have an actual jar but so what i was thinking uh john armstrong is that every time i miss a, a kid's thing i'm gonna just put five dollars in a jar and then when they need therapy i'll have <laughs> you have some money. money yeah ready yeah that's my plan five hundred dollars i, in I a think jar. Yeah, yeah two sessions everybody yeah <laughs> yeah 250 bucks a session he didn't even love me to pay for more therapy sessions <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's all I, to a certain degree. You should take it as a matter of perspective, right? I mean, yes. My, my dad did not go. I mean, I think he went to some like sporting events once I got into junior high school. 
mm-hmm. and then maybe in in college, but for the most part, not. Um, never went to uh, anything um, because he, you know, he was working an hour away. It wasn't like he could um, yeah. just pop out and go to something and then you know go back to work. So. Right. Uh, same with my father you know i think i think we probably do better than the previous generation yeah it's true Uh, overall i appreciate the perspective overall and and, you know i think i don't know like the the i think lita's piano stuff is especially like ah that kills that really hurts because that's that's an elective and she's good at it and i want her to know i support her and being there as a way of showing that support. There's other ways, sure. But yeah, I don't know. It's like $500 in a jar, for example. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually feeling terrible gonna... right now because I'm just thinking, like, I missed the last piano recital too. God, like, I'm just... uh, it's, 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 it's tough. I mean, this, this is the thing. I think I remember when I, when I, Coach that your, your daughter's walking me. <laughs> right. I decided to, like, she started okay. walking while you were in LA. Damn it. I'm. <laughs> I, when I went back, like I, I um, moved to Utah, we started a family with the ex, and I remember going to work, and they're like, "Oh, it's so family friendly here." And meanwhile, all these guys are like, "I never go home." Like, oh, you know, like they're they're working, you know, sixteen hour days, and I'm getting crazy emails at two in the morning. I'm like, "Where's the family? What? Like, you're where are you going? Uh, I'm going to my um, daughter's MRI scan." That's where I'm going. Uh, is that an issue for you? Because if it is, I fucking quit. Oh, wow. I, I didn't. Come back the get... next day. She I... nailed it. Nailed yeah, the MRI. Yeah. And P.S. Just kidding on the quit. Um, <laughs> I, no, I didn't say it. <laughs> I, I really didn't actually the In my yeah. head, I said that. But it was just right. kind of surprising. Like, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that yeah. we've touched on in the show. But there's companies and corporations don't really give dads the same kind of leeway that they give moms. Right. I think it's it's funny. I, out of in America last week when I was, or earlier this week when I was explaining to Anya that I was going to miss the show and I said, you know, I, she understood and she was accepting that I had really very clearly tried to schedule the strip around it. And I showed her where it was on the calendar initially. And so that was okay. But I was like, listen, um, remember anytime I miss anything you guys are doing, it's only because dad is working really hard and I'm working really hard for you guys more than anything. Like, I don't care if I advance in my career anymore. I'm fine. <laughs> like, but I want to make sure I can, you know, do as much for you. And she's like, you mean like you want to make so much money that I don't have to like work ever? I'm like, no, I want you to work. Um, <laughs> but I just, I just, I just, I want you to have as much as I can give you. And she's like, all right, well you can keep working then. <laughs> so, but it was it was clearly all driven by my own guilt and angst of trying to no 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 this, it's good that daddy's missing everything it's for you he's missing it for you <laughs> my point is dear listeners doesn't it feel great now I'm a piece of shit that's, that's the <laughs> well I think that's you're it still not as, you're still not as bad as John's connection <laughs>